The people told me that they were thinking that in three months I will give up. I'm Zaya Noruch, this is XVR Talks, and today's guest is David Pujado. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you to you. Um, I want to start asking about like how and why you moved to Belgrade and what you were doing before. Okay. When I was in Barcelona, I was a purchasing manager in an industrial company. Then with the crisis, everything crashed. Uh, company almost. I was one of the last that I left the company. And then uh, that was eight years ago. And then uh, on that time, I, I was thinking what to do with my life. And uh, it was a series of uh, coincidences. Uh, I went to London for two months after one, and then one month to Berlin. I was starting with photography. I decided what I wanted to push for the photography. And then when I was starting with the photography, a person from Belgrade came to Barcelona. She ran one apartment, that was my apartment. And uh, and then, like, it was not working. Uh, of course, uh, I talked to her, and showed the apartment and everything. And then some days we went to take a walk around and to talking and blah, blah, blah. It resulted that she liked the photography a lot. And then for my first opening, she came back to Belgrade with a friend. And then uh, we spent some days there. And then in one moment, I, I just give back my... Uh, well, the trip that she did coming to Barcelona, I did it back coming to Belgrade. And the truth is that I love it very much, this city. I love the architecture. That is something that for me is important. I love the people, how open, how friendly they are. Comparing with Barcelona, it's a very cheap city. Mm-hmm. And uh, then thinking that I was starting something new in my life, that was the photography. And I know that uh, whatever you start to do new, you need the time. I thought that uh, Belgrade could be a place where to try to push my photography. In that moment, I had not a clear idea in which direction, because honestly, I was thinking in my photos like photographer. And then for me, it was the same to sleep in Barcelona to sleep in Belgrade. Finally, you are in the capital of a city, you have an airport, you have flights, you are in Europe, everything was easy. And then I moved here. Uh, that was October. In November, I, de- I decided to move here. In February, I came back. In April, I came back. And in June, I came back with my car <laughs> and a lot of my stuff. And here I yeah. am. <laughs> Were you always interested with the photography, but like before you like lost your job? The truth is that before to lose the job, uh, thanks to my job, I was traveling a lot, mainly Asia and Europe. And somehow I felt that uh, when I see now the photos that I was doing there, because you have to take photos of the factories, the producing process and everything. But then I was taking other kinds of photos. And every time I feel like that uh, I was taking more care of the photos that I was shooting. Something was there, but I had no idea about it. I always like art. My ex-wife is in their designer and she is painter. My father is a sculptor. It means I always like it. But honestly, I like it probably more uh, some uh, drawings, illustrations, paintings also, photography too, but a bit less, until when I start after to lose the job, because then I, I bought my first analog camera, I start to shoot, and I really felt that it was the, the photography was a way to express myself. Because I am a disaster painting or drawing, <laughs> and uh, somehow I found that in a natural way, in a very natural way, was my way, my way to express myself. And did you have a like need or feel that you have to study photography when you started? Did you take any courses? Well, uh, the truth is that uh, of course I had a lot of lacks of everything. 
the first thing that they did, and uh, it was eight years ago now, because I saw it in Facebook two days ago, it reminds me, I make a very short uh, class of uh, photography, basic things about light and all the things, but super basic. And then, uh, and then I start to shot. I was shooting with a stupid uh, digital camera and with my analog. And, uh, and the point is that I was shooting a lot when I was in London and when I was Berlin, I shot every day more than one or two films. And then I started to visit a lot of exhibitions. And I still today, I think that I have to do some uh, lectures of photography for sure. But somehow I, I, I learned to do things through looking a lot of exhibitions, visiting exhibitions, reading texts um, and shooting a lot. Okay. And you transformed your interest in photography to this Belgrade Photo Month Festival. Why did you do that? That's a lot of work and you're doing it alone. Well, it, it, there is a transition in this point. Like I said before, I studied photography, but I was not sure in which direction I was going. But I didn't question myself. I just was doing. But as soon as I arrived here, in fact, before to arrive here, I started to organize exhibition in the Jazz Club Czekaonica. That is in Bix. It mm -hmm. was in Bix. That was mainly a photography exhibition for young people to give the first chance to make an exhibition. Then, uh, a bit after, I started and I did in parallel exhibitions in uh, Café Nizara Medusa, and they were uh, not only photography. And then in one moment, I, they, they put out all the clubs from Bix. Then I didn't organize more exhibitions with Czekaonica. I stopped to work with Medusa. And then one time I saw the space in Chumice. I ran the space and I started the gallery, the, the gallery Barcelona. And then this was an imprescindible experience before to start with the festival. With the experience of the gallery to bring foreigners to contact embassies, I started also to visit some uh, photo festivals. Then is when I decided to create Belgrade Photo Month because it doesn't exist here. It was nothing similar. And, uh, and then uh, I never, uh, I have to say, I never work alone because uh, when I started with the festival, the first thing that I did was to look for a graphic designer Kem Senchi and Billy. Billy is still in the team. And, uh, and then the, the, the team starts to work according to the needs. And every time it's growing up a little bit because we need more people, other people helps to offers to help and to be part of the festival. And then, well, this is how it was. It means after the gallery, in a natural way, it came the, it came the festival. I think that because I was in business before, probably... I am in this part of the somehow business of the photography and I like it. I enjoy it very much. How difficult was it the first year of the festival, like looking for like sponsorship, sport or public interest? How was it? It was very hard because at first a lot of people didn't believe that I'm going to succeed. The people told me that they were thinking that in three months I will give up. But I didn't, of course. The, the, the hardest part was... Uh, to find sponsors. I think that until three months before the, to open the festival, we didn't have any. BDK Advocati, when I, as soon as I contact him, they were uh, interested and uh, they were who believe in us. And in that moment, we just talk about something that could happen. It never happened before. I cannot show nothing. I just can explain my illusions and the wishes. Of course, in that moment, we already have some spaces that they are interested to be part. We knew about some names that, and, and a lot of ideas that we had. Finally, this, something like three months before to open the festival, three or four, I think, not more, uh, Vedica Advocati uh, said that they want to help us. Until today, they are still doing it. And that was uh, the, the most hard and scary part 
because yeah, I mean we had zero dinners until a bit before, and then also we had some difficulties because we we were quite uh, optimistic, and we decided to open the festival with the retrospective of Tomislav Petrnek, who is uh, the best photographer from the former Yugoslavia, with a big exhibition with 100 photos. And this is not easy, because if you mix this with the budget point that I told you, to frame 100 photos, to print them, to not all, because uh, Thomas has some one printed, and to make a catalog, we had a lot of difficulties, but at the end we succeed. Uh, with the public, of course, uh, the people that like photography start to follow us, more or less, because because Belgrade is not so big. I read Photo Magazine, for example, that is a big actor in the photography media here, support us from the first moment also. They were sponsoring the New Talents contest from the first year until today, and I hope the next year. In that, in that way, of course, every time, every year, every edition, we have more people coming because, of course, the festival arrives to more people. Also, there are foreigners coming and well. But the most difficult thing, it was, uh, for one side, the budget. And by another side, also something that is hard, that is, when you contact the galleries, you know, you have to be all the time in the back asking for the material regarding their exhibition. And But okay, but this is something that is just work and a bit of patience. <laughs> and did it get any easier in the next couple of years? Well, then it has been easier because we have experience. And, uh, and this is helping a lot. Uh, we keep BTK like a sponsor and Refoto and Nikon for the new talents. And then uh, we got some support from the ministry two years ago and, well, last year and this year and secretary last year, but also every time more people know us and then it's also easier to approach the different embassies. With embassies, we invite them to take uh, their photographers here and then, uh, well, like they know already, what we are doing is very easier. I mean, the first year the hell is, like I told you, what we show nothing, just an illusion an hologram somehow. Now we're showing a reality. We have four editions. We had around 40 exhibitions every year. We have, in the last two years, we make the book. The catalog is yeah. in a book format. It means it's something else. We have a lot of uh, press clipping. It means it's changing a lot. And then, in this way, it's easier. The other thing is that it's difficult to keep the level or to increase it because what we cannot do is to do it uh, worse. And then uh, this is quite pressure because last year and the year before, uh, in my opinion and the opinion of a lot of people, it was a, it was a very good festival. Of course, we have a lot of space to grow up in quality and in everything, but it was very good and it's a bit pressure to, to, yeah. keep, to keep or to increase the level of the quality. Even like keeping up with the festival is pretty intense for the, for the observer because you have a lot of exhibitions like back to back back to back like you actually have to dedicate your time to it like for me it was pretty okay after like two weeks I, I was actually really tired because we were just running from exhibition to exhibition but it was in a way it was really good because I I've been into spaces that I've never heard of before and I think like with Bagre Photo Month you also open a lot of doors because I don't know any other event that can connect all of these different places together. Well, this is part of the hard work, mainly from the beginning. Now, of course, the new space is that because Belgrade is 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 what it is. But uh, every time, every month, probably there is a new art space. Probably there is one less, but there is also one new one. And also, last year we tried to make something different in places that are not really for galleries. We didn't succeed, but for the next year we are trying to keep doing it. Uh, but they means I understand. 
And it's true that some people told me that we have uh, too many exhibitions sometimes. It's true that it's, it's insane to have one day with four openings. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Stupid. But I have to say that, you know, uh, the, the places that participate in the festival, sometimes we cannot choose the terms, the days. And then wow. they, they are in the part when they are. And then we have a lot of things that they make the puzzle like it is. And last year we had one day with four openings, but it was no way to do it different, unfortunately. Probably one can be in another day, but then it's our three, and three is a lot also, mainly for me because I try to be in every opening. The truth is that, by the other side, I have to say that for the people who is visiting the exhibitions, and I can say for myself, it means in my case because I am director and then I feel like I have to be in every opening and I want to be. But for a visitor, it means the exhibitions, they go out at least for one week or someone for two months. And then, of course, we all want to be in the opening day but we can visit the exhibitions after the opening day because the yeah. galleries are there. Yeah, and true. then sometimes you can, because all the all the openings, the main part of the openings are from six to eight. Some ones in the midday, but very rare. And then you have the rest of the day to visit other exhibitions that you didn't visit. But okay, I, I, I expect that for the next year we'll have less exhibitions. Uh, I hope that uh, that we'll keep the quality, of course. We'll, do, we'll have a better quality, but we'll have probably less exhibitions. We'll see, because last year I was thinking the same. At the end, we had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bad idea to have less exhibitions yeah. and better. Well, I, I have to say that, of course, in our program, there are part of the exhibitions that we organize ourselves. And then there are other parts of the program that is what the galleries that join the festival are exhibiting. And then, of course, honestly talking, means if we organize 10 exhibitions, for example, and then there are three galleries or four or 15, that they want to be part of the festival and it's nice for us and it's nice for them and for the audience and and uh, and they send us all the information and everything means we would like to include them of, mm -hmm. also could be probably next year we're going to do like a official program and parallel program something like this but at the end we'll be part of the festival and uh, but what we'll try as much as we can like we did this year and the year before is to synchronize the openings as much as better as we can because to do it easy for everybody how choosy are you with these galleries or spaces joining to the festival? Like if 10 of them are asking, can we be part of it? Like, do you actually choose some of them depending on the artwork they have or depending on the space? How does it work? Well, uh, with, the works, with the ones that we work until today, I will say that uh, the main part of them, or we ask to them to be part because we want to have one exhibition that we are part somehow, mm -hmm. or because we want to have them with the exhibition that they can organize. Uh, some of them is true that they knock our door and say, oh, we would like to be part of the festival. We have, okay, which exhibition we have, we'll have this, okay. In some times we have to check which work they are want to show, but it, this is mainly with cafes and something like this, because then it means you have to, to be sure about the quality. We always will have some exhibitions that are a bit more amateur, but amateurs is, is the photography world today. <laughs> And uh, and we and we don't want to cut the space to to nobody. Of course, we have to take care of the quality of the festival. But probably for in this in part for this reason, we are going to make for the next year this official part and parallel part. That's a really good idea. It's a yeah. really good idea. And in between that, I know you dropped your gallery Barcelona. Now someone else is running, and I think you were spending only one day a week there, right? How did you feel about like leaving something you created? That was very hard. I will say, I will be honest. Uh, yes, uh, I make Barcel Barcelona Gallery now. I think that is five years ago, and in October the last year, I leave it. A friend of mine asked me to 
to running it, to mainly to don't close this space. He asked me to be part of the team, and then we are three. I am part of the team who select the works that will be there. It's hard, it's very hard. Uh, but then what I did was uh, because the original idea, the original name was Barcelona concept, but then was Barcelona gallery because it was gallery. And then when I when I somehow leave the gallery and to keep the the brand somehow, and because uh, it's something that I also wanted to do, I developed the idea of Barcelona concept, and then I create the Barcelona pop up. We keep the gallery like Barcelona Gallery, and I create Barcelona Inc. For me, the reason to to leave the gallery it was there were two main reasons. First, that I don't have time to be there every day, and seriously, to have a gallery you have to be there every day, like in every business, or you or somebody to attend well the gallery. I mean, somebody has to be there trying to sell photos and everything. And then, if I cannot do it, I, I decide to close. And the second one was a, a, a matter of money. Then, in that moment when I took this this decision. My idea was to organize other exhibitions, uh, but in different places where I don't need to be sitting, but I still have a space where to develop projects. And then for that reason, I create Barcelona pop-up. The idea was to start this pop-up with the exhibition of Inri Zabo with his first works in the Hungarian College. But for a matter of calendar, before this, I started collaboration with Radisson Collection Hotel. We start with the exhibition by uh, Sonia Zuzic, middle December. And well, it's like this. Now I am pushing and, well, I will not say nothing. But yes, I am uh, I am working in, the, in different projects that they can go also under the umbrella of Barcelona Pop-Up. But yes, it means uh, it Barcelona Pop-Up is giving me the freedom that Barcelona Gallery didn't give me. Yeah, I understand that. I always had that feeling as well. Like if I have a set space, I'm going to be trapped there after a while. It's good so for several days maybe, but I have to be there every day. Every, I don't know, I don't like that idea as well. And, and the problem is that uh, also when for any reason I cannot be one day for one day or I ask to the artist or I pay somebody, but I cannot pay a salary or nobody to be there. And then, well, the truth is that for me was a real good experience. If without the gallery, it's impossible, the festival. And, uh, and also when I was working there, okay, I was there working, I was uh, attending the people, I was working uh, about other things because I was there five hours per day with my laptop. But okay, it's something like was one step of my life. In my career, professional career, I always every four or five years, I change the company, not in purpose, it was like this. With the guy, it was something like, like that. It was four years, I think, four years on something. When you started, did you ever thought that it would be the case, like you would drop the gallery and put your all focus on the festival and another like secondary project Barcelona pop-up? No, the idea is when, uh, the point is, the reality is that when I took the gallery, I had no idea at all about Berlin for the month. I think that after <clears throat> one year after the gallery is when I went to Paris Photo and I took the idea to make uh, Berlin for the month. But when I took the gallery, no idea, no, no, no. I cannot imagine, no, not at all. And how do you choose the artists for Belgrade for the month? Because there are a lot of international artists. Do you have to find them or do they submit something? There is a, this is a good question that a lot of people is doing and it's, it's the craziest puzzle I ever did. Because, uh, okay, if we have the budget of other festivals, you can choose whoever you want, you do whatever you want, whenever you want and wherever you want. But it's not our case. And then uh, the festival... Like I said, this is a part of the program that is coming from the galleries. They organize by themselves. 
And then here we have different options. For example, there are some uh, culture centers, international culture centers, so Francais, Goethe, whatever, that we propose the artists. And in other cases, they propose the artists. We always deal. And for me, it's fine if they propose an artist is good because they like it. For me, it's, it's, they will never propose something that is not interesting. Then there are some times that we propose the artist. With the culture centers, it's easy because you have from which country they are. Then you can mm -hmm. check who you can bring, who is interesting. I am visiting a lot of festivals. I do sometimes portfolio reviews, and then I used to see a lot of works. Uh, Esnezana also is helping with this part. And this year, uh, including the, in the team, Sinisa, who is also a photographer, visiting some festivals and proposing some names. And with all these ideas and everything, we see what can we do. Because uh, in the case of the foreigners, we have to see if the option, there is any option that any institution, embassy, uh, ministry, or whoever can help us. If it's a Serbian, it's easier because we know we don't need to pay a flight or accommodation. Mm -hmm. We have to pay the production of the division, but with the foreigner, we have to do more things. These, uh, these circumstances that we have regarding the financial is sometimes is helping or not helping, but they are building the program. Uh, last year, for the first time, we had two or three exhibitions from foreigners that we have zero budget from nobody, and they were three of the most important exhibitions for us. And we say, okay, we have some euros, we're going to spend for them. And it goes to San Juncker, who was mm -hmm. in the Laufer Gallery, uh, Evita Goze with the photobook exhibition, and, uh, and Julie Glasberg with the exhibition of the bike hills in Cuaca. These three exhibitions, we really like it, we really want it, we have zero support for them, we put our money there. For the next year, I think that will be similar, because we are contacting new embassies with new projects, new, new places in Belgrade, and, uh, but at the end, we'll play in the same way, I suppose. I'm also curious because I could start try to observe this um, guest um, your attention to the exhibitions. When you have international exhibitions, I mean you have local exhibitions. Which one gets the most visits do, for the opening? Not for the other days because no one does that anymore. Like, do you actually get equal amount of visitors? Uh, I will say that uh, there are in general. I will say no. The Serbians exhibitions, they bring more people They have because they have friends, they have family, and they have everything for one side. But uh, with the other exhibitions, uh, it depends on the case because we had some with a lot of people and we have others with few people. It depends on the case. And it doesn't mean... It doesn't, it's not going according to the quality of the exhibition. Okay. It's going with millions of factors that are affecting means could be like the promotion has been stronger or less. If the people, for any reason, like it more or less, means millions of reasons. I remember that, I think that uh, was two or three years ago, we had an exhibition in Cervantes with Ruben Salgado. He had a very good project. It was a very good project. But it was unbelievable the, the, how he catch the audience. I mean, TVs, everything. We, we make a, a talk before the exhibition. We, I, I was with Enrique, director of the Cervantes, just putting chairs and chairs and chairs. And before it was Cristina, uh, Cristina Garcia Rodero, who is a prize with the National Photography Prize from Spain, who is great and blah, blah, And it was a third part of people in the in this talk. Means you never know, always having things. Yeah. And then you have a great exhibition that you don't understand why there is why there is less people. There is something that is happening and it pisses me off quite a lot. That is when you make an exhibition that is not exactly in the center, you have less people. Yeah. And then uh, you have an exhibition in, uh, for example, 
if you make an exhibition with somebody, because we had the experience with a Serbian photographer in uh, Gardos, in Zemun, there's a lot of people, because the people go there and everything. You have an amazing exhibition like Evita Gozzi this year in the Don Culture Students Kegrati in New Belgrade, and few people is going. And it's a shame because the exhibition that she organized is one of the best. And uh, and we deal with Maida that for the future we are going to keep doing the photo book exhibition that there that for us is the second or third more important, and we're going to keep in doing it there because it's a beautiful space for this because they are supporting us a lot, and it means we are not virtual photo month, you know, <laughs> and then we understand that the people sometimes they have to move. We had the same situation before when we work in uh, when we had exhibition in Bosidarat. We had a rock exhibition was full because the rock people is different. But after this, it was very hard. And uh, and my God, I mean, this city is not big. If you go to another side of the city, it's not so far. No. And uh, and okay, but of course the people is free to go or not to go. It means we cannot push nobody. But but this is something that is uh, that is place against or for uh, to have more or less people in the openings. Yeah, for the like location for the photo book exhibitions. The only thing that makes me feel a little bit better about, because it's in a student university area, I think more people like, can visit and spend more time. Because there's something about like normal commercial galleries or like cultural spaces that you don't necessarily feel comfortable to spend all your time going through just one book for 30 minutes. It can be a little bit agitating for them, for the people who are guarding the exhibition, but... Whereas in the university place, that was a lot more comfortable and a little bit more homey, let's say. No, it's true. And, and for, for us, always we are looking uh, for the best space that we can imagine for the exhibition in particular. And like you say, the surrounding of this place for the exhibition is perfect because you have these benches in one side that you can sit, relax. And uh, also there are more conditionings because when you have an exhibition of books, you cannot leave a gallery that is open, that people is coming and going, because you have books that they have a really high value. It was yeah. a book that goes for 300 euros there. And then we need somebody taking care. And in this case, for example, in this gallery, we know that there is always somebody there taking care of the books. And then the people enter, like you say, they can sit, they can enjoy. Because this exhibition is the exhibition that it takes, it needs more time. Yeah. Because every every book is amazing. And if, like you, because you were last year in the opening, if you are, well, this year, if you are there and you talk with the curator or you participate in any guided tour by the curator, it's, it's incredible. And then after this, you can take your time to enjoy the book. It's not like a regular exhibition. It's not. And like you say, it means when you put this exhibition in another gallery, more commercial gallery, or it's not the same because you need time to enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. A lot of the time, unfortunately, for the exhibitions are like, you can consume it in 15 minutes. And photo book exhibitions are not one of those. That's why I think it's actually despite the fact that people are not going there just because it's sort of far, but otherwise it's a good location. And we used to have around, this year we had, I think, that around 50 books. Last year we had 50 books plus 30 dummies, more or less. And before, with Natasha Kriti, the two years before, we had also a lot of books. And I will say that everybody that came to the guided tours of this exhibition, they were, wow, they were astonishing. Do you have any idea what this what is going to be this year? The Swiss at not, and it's something is carrying me because uh, we, for the photo book exhibition, we always plan properly on time. And uh, this year, I was talking with somebody who has an interesting project, but now this person has a properly better position in the photography wall. <laughs> and, uh, and then I think that now she has properly less time and we'll have to think in another option. Oh, okay. But uh, 
for the for the next year, one thing that we want to do, for example, is that we want to spend one full week in books, thinking in books, making workshops, lectures, and everything, and of course the exhibition. Then everybody who will come will come with a lot of experience with books, and then uh, there are means I always I still want to keep the exhibition of the books, but we're thinking how and with who once this option pass away. That would be amazing. Yes, yes. Especially the work, workshop part would be really amazing because I have a project in mind for for a photo book and I would like to get the, the professional side of it more. The idea is to make, a, we want to make, a, to talk, of course, about the photo books like a concept uh, and uh, then proper specialist people in photo books to make workshops. Mainly will be lectures to talk about that is open for everybody that then will be Probably a couple of workshops that will be quite limited for few people, uh, but to make a, to make and to design and to produce your book in paper, but also in digital version because today the, the world is quite digital and then we want to touch both sides, and this is something that we start to build some few months ago, and uh, it is still going on. Now it's on holidays a bit, <laughs> but yes. We'll see. I can't wait to see that happening. <laughs> I think that we'll have. A, I hope that we'll have a lot of people interested to be in these workshops because it will be very limited. Because we're going to make a workshop for twelve people, it has to be smaller. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe Belgrade is getting there with the interest to like to photo books because photography is still pretty raw and new here. I would say in terms of like the scene in an exhibition and talking about it. Um, just judging by the number of people visiting these exhibitions. But I think like photo books are quite fresh and different. Maybe more people will be interested this year. Yeah, and there is less. There is mm -hmm. still less things regarding the photo books. And we felt from the first year when we started with this, uh, and uh, what is this book exhibition and then Uncensory Books and then the Turkish uh, Istanbul photo books and now from Riga. Uh, we really feel that there is an increase of interest for the photo books. And I think that every time the people is waiting. Well, for that reason, we want to organize this week for the photo books. We'll see. I would love to succeed. help if any way I can. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, thank you for coming. It's been really interesting conversation. I had a lot of questions that I was thinking for like months before we met. And <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> now you have the answers. I hope. <laughs> no, it's, it cleared a lot of questions. <laughs> okay, it's my, it has been my pleasure, and thank you very much for inviting me to be part. It was my pleasure. <laughs>